1: You're you're listening to the
0: AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app with John Schuster. I'm Mike Luke. All right. We've got a lot of comments to get to here, but man Schuster, I was thinking about this when it became closer to appearing that Arizona might actually win this game. This is the biggest win in as long as I can remember for Arizona football for a variety of reasons. First of all, you knocked off, knocked, you knocked off a top 10 team. Second of all, this is, I don't want to say that it's the vindication of the Jed Fish era, because again, it's it's early on, but this really goes to show you where we're at right now, and I think what um, Jed Fish is going for, this was a big, big time win.
2: It certainly is, and it helps if Arizona can build on it, and the schedule allows for that possibility. The Cats may be, if things go well, and it's going to be difficult for Arizona to bounce back to try to see if that momentum works for them, but Uh, They may have a little bit more in this season than we anticipated. The way that uh, things are going, they may be able to backdoor into some things. Obviously, the most significant uh, win of this regime's era, and it was spirited. And I think one of the things it says about uh, year two is, and this is something that in roundabout ways we've talked about. Last year's Arizona team, the Kevin Sumlin Arizona teams, were, I, I think the phrase, you noted to some degree, is some variation of basically on-field bye weeks. And uh, as Arizona was struggling and has struggled, hell, they struggled significantly just last week, uh, you were hoping that Arizona wasn't going to slip into that aspect. but I think the improvement element here is that, yeah, Arizona's a team that is in the bottom half of the conference on a uh, consistent basis week in and year, week out in year two. And there's still a lot of work to do, but you can't take them lightly. And Arizona right. was very spirited and indicated that teams like this have an opportunity to play close. And if you play close, you have a chance to win heck of a performance for the cat. And, and, and there were a number of occasions uh, where Arizona could have gotten demoralized, but yes. you, but, but they did a really good job defensively of keeping UCLA off balance enough and uh, you know, obviously got an immense win that turns this conference top, topsy-turvy on a day where, uh, you know, we shouldn't be surprised in mid-November this happens in this conference pretty much all the time. Uh, but uh, Arizona plays its role in being a spoiler and getting a obviously significant W in L.A. All
0: right, let's talk about the defense first because we're going to talk about the offense a lot. The defense, to me, took a huge step forward in this game, again, um, Jed Fish talked about how this uh, this week that he was going to start playing a lot of the young guys. That he was going to start playing multiple uh, freshmen on the D line, whether that was Deuce Davis, whether that was Sterling Lane, whether that was Uiiago Lele, whether that was uh, obviously Jacob Manu in the uh, the linebacker spot, Priceock Davis, you name it in the uh, in the secondary. And you saw that out there again. This was a this was a defense that I thought made some real big plays out there eight tackles for loss. We haven't seen that in a long time from an Arizona defense. And again, against a UCLA offense that with chip Kelly certainly, you know, has looked the part. I got to give them a lot of credit right here because again, this wasn't a, uh, or this was a defense. that was playing a lot of guys that held their own against one of the better offenses in the country shoe.
2: And and I think more than held their own, you know, in the end, this is a good performance. Now I think, I think as much as anything, and one thing that may be overlooked here, because rightfully a lot of the younger players coming in on defense uh, and by the way, credit to the folks in this uh, post game podcast who have commented as well about that aspect and maybe wanting to look at moving in that direction. Uh, you want to talk about a little internal vindication. You could uh, make a case uh, for that as well. So well done from uh, uh, an observation standpoint for the folks who are, uh, Watch this on a regular basis, but I think Arizona scouting of UCLA was very good tonight. Right. And uh, that's an aspect, in addition to uh, getting a lot of new faces in the game, uh, that also played a role in making things a little bit difficult and just keeping UCLA uh, off balance enough in this matchup. They made enough plays and did a real good job of putting difficult, potential, momentum changing situations yes. Yes. behind them. And that's not always an easy thing to do. And it's not, it's especially difficult when you've lost multiple games in a row. And Arizona kept its head up and managed to get a huge W. William? Yeah. You know, I think
1: the the defense admirable. And what I really like that they did, and and maybe some of the blame goes to Chip Kelly, but due to some early down success, there were times when UCLA was forced to go to the air and get away from what was working, which was uh, Charbonneau on the ground. And then of course, DTR keeping it. So once you got them out of being able to just grind out the run and granted, you know, he still had over 220 yards in total offense, but they were never able to just continuously wear down the Arizona defense. Right. And, you know, I mean, you look at the score, they held them to seven under their, their season average, but they, I think they held them to like hundred yards under their season average. And maybe by the end it was close because of the, the, the length of that drive but for the most part the defense did what they needed to do for Arizona to win and that's the key I mean I know people will go back and, and they're going to hark into the days of the desert swarm well that that brand of college football is gone guys um, you basically have to try to outscore your opponent and Arizona's defense as you said Mike and Shu, they took away those opportunities to, to change momentum and they made just enough big plays and they needed to and conversely jed fish was aggressive enough with the offense and successful enough that they they just kept ucla on their heels ucla was never able to build up a big lead you know even they finally got the lead from arizona after arizona was up what 14 nothing and 21 14 but they never got that two score lead they never got a full touchdown lead if i remember correctly i think that's correct Yeah, and that was the key arizona never had to truly play from behind and yes they were down but they were never it was never a two score game it was never you have to match touchdown with touchdown um and that was key for for arizona that was the key for the defense
0: this was also a game guys where arizona in the past could have wilted especially when ucla got up it always seems like arizona either fumbles or there's some weird thing that happens and i'm not just talking this team i'm talking historically but every time ucla made a big play shoe arizona was able to answer the bell And a big part of that, we're going to get back to the defense here in a second, but this offense, while it can be frustrating because they're not good in short yardage situations, and Dolores certainly takes some sacks that he shouldn't take, but, man, this this this, uh, team has a real explosive ability to it, and that's explosiveness against anybody. When you look at McMillan, when you look at uh, cowing, who I think our guy Anthony Jamino said when Cowan catches the ball, it's almost like he's trunk candidate in that he's not necessarily going to make a guy miss, but he's going to find that hole and he's going there immediately. A singer as well, Tanner McLaughlin. This is, a, this is an offense, especially because of how young it is. This is an offense that's going to be problems for teams for the foreseeable future.
2: And it's obviously a nice uh, place to be. Arizona still is, I think, inconsistent offensively, and if they can fix no some things, and hopefully into next year, those are things that you know experience and a little bit of maturity helps with. But uh, in tonight's performance, Delora was outstanding. Uh, when he has time, or when he can figure out the right play uh his for what was a 21 to 27 for three touchdowns and 311 right. 315 somewhere in that neighborhood excellent numbers uh and and he was able to make some immense plays that uh, got Arizona in position to uh get a huge huge w and, and you know consider how bad they looked last night right. how dis or rather last week how disinterested they looked how defeated they looked how how they just didn't appear to you know got smacked around a little bit and just kind of looked like they wanted to go home. So whatever happened between last week and this week was, uh, you know, at least in the short term, pretty inspiring. And it puts Arizona potentially in an interesting position uh, to try to utilize the momentum from this game to see what they can do against a Washington State team in Tucson that I think is better than them and more talented than them, but certainly beatable. And uh, then then you have the rivalry game at the end of the year, and Arizona can absolutely win that game. Start talking in a little different tune if Arizona is a team that won three games at the end of the season heading into year three of the Jed Fish era. That's a good selling point as Arizona tries to improve in the offseason with the recruiting that's still necessary. Well,
0: and see, that's the part that's exciting to me about this, is that how many times this year, and again, how many times in the past have we watched an Arizona team and we said, all right, well, you know, they look overmatched or you need everything to go right. Now, granted, Arizona's had some real clunker games this year, whether that's against Utah, whether that's against Cal. But the talent level here against Let's just say UCLA, for example, which is a top 10 team. If you didn't know anything about either one of these teams and you just looked at the players, you wouldn't think that UCLA has that much more talent than Arizona. And I think that's what's exciting about this right now, guys.
1: Yeah, you know, you look at it and Arizona was able to not only go toe to toe for the most part, um, but survive some injuries. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Jordan Morgan didn't return to the game. Correct. Um, so they were playing with essentially two backup offensive linemen. Uh, you know, Mo was not on the the too deep at, early in the year, and he right. played admirable. Uh, you throw in with the fact that I think Jalen Harris went down two or three times, uh, kept coming back. Um, you know, so Arizona not only was able to to, to look comparable talent wise, but was able to do it with you know some backup players in the game at times. Uh, I want to go back to Delora, because I, I kind of mm-hmm. had uh, kind of had an epiphany tonight. What's that? Uh, um, I, I yelled at my TV when he took the sack that kind of put him out of uh, uh, field goal range. And then I realized he's going to do that twice again. Correct. Let's set the number at two. If it's two or less, <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> right, right. If it's three or more, then I'm upset. But the fact that he's going to make more plays than he's going to give up bad sacks, I think is... At the point where it's just a trade off, you know, you can accept two bad sacks a game. Now, if he had done that in the fourth quarter when you need a field goal, no. But, you know, I'll take that because he basically got Arizona, I think about 17 points at least by making plays where he probably should have thrown the ball away. And I, you know, uh, I think the difference, that's the difference can... between him and Khalil Tate, He'll let me ask take you this, Brad, and, bad cal- sacks and quit making big plays.
0: Don't you think, though, with Delora that that's part of the charm of who he is? You pick up one side of the stick, you pick up the other, and that, yeah, because I agree entirely with what you're saying. He's going to have a couple really bad sacks, but, man, does he make some plays out there, especially when he's extending it with his legs.
1: Again, uh, yeah, and I, I but it, I came to the point where now I just have to accept it's going to happen twice. Right. That's where I'm at, I'm at you know, and, you know, he again, and I know I bring up the Chiefs a lot. He, he does some things that Mahomes does with the legs, keeping plays alive, good and bad. Um, you know, he's a very different thrower and things like that. But, um, you just have to accept that with him, he's not going to throw the ball away and he's going to take back. But I can live with that if he's making three or four big plays a game. And again, we, you know, we, we talk about after magic October with Khalil Tate, when he would do some of the same things, except he wouldn't run. He'd take, he'd run out of bounds. He'd take the bad sack. You know, we've said other quarterbacks take the bad sack without the upside plays. We have to accept the fact that yes, we're going to get too bad. We're probably going to get a bad pick per game. Um, but you're going to get, as long as your, your positive plays outweigh the negative and, and by two or three, then you're in good shape. And tonight, Arizona doesn't score at least three of their scores. If Jaden, Delore doesn't make plays like that. He also had that one run where, you know, he didn't get the full, whatever he needed to get 22, but he got 17. Right. um, And then put them in position to convert. So I'm going to take that. And again, now I'm just going to be like, okay, that's just Jaden being Jaden. And we can accept that. And look at, you know, if you want to see what it means to him, look at what he was doing. He was, he was in tears at the end of that game of happiness, because you know he, he he battled. He was a warrior. Wiley was a warrior. Uh, so yeah. Again, if you catch me at at, at you know uh, during the bowl game, I guess now it will be the next time, or you're out at tap and bottle for an Arizona football game. Just uh, yeah, tell me if I if I yell at the TV to shut up, Brad. You already said that you can do that twice. <laughs> Have I told
0: you guys about the DraftKings sportsbook app? Code word PHNX. Not in 20 hours. <laughs> what about you, John Schuster? Have you heard about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX?
2: Incredibly, I haven't, but I'm old and my old. Oh, I see the, the Mountain on Mike's Earth. on there, by the way. We're going to get to
0: Mountain Mike's here in a second. Here's the deal. All right. New customers can bet on any NBA game money line. You put down 5 bucks, and you can get $200 if your team wins. Now, you can also boost your winnings up to 100% with the DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. It's simple. You download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. What's the code word, everybody out there? PHNX. Code word PHNX. All right. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I told you all before the year that I liked the over. I was back in the A of over two and a half. And you know what? Even if it hit three, you should have backed the A. Our guy NPOB in there as well. Backed the A. Put his money where his mouth was. And again, code word PHNX. See the show notes for our uh, uh, link uh, description. Sorry, I'm super excited right now. I'm all over the place. And one thing that I also got to tell you about real quick. OGs, all right, here's the deal. There's breaking contract news with OGs. OGs has agreed to a deal. Terms of the agreement were not disclosed at the time, but both sides are very, very excited about what we're doing here. And we're excited to create more great content going forward. And as always, here's the deal. You can can find all of the uh, best things at your local dispensary. You must be 21 and up. Indica's, Sativa's, your taste, you've got it. I got some OGs when I was up in uh, uh, Phoenix this past week. Some people call John Schuster and Brad Alice the OGs of Tucson uh, Sports Radio. I thought that was really good, by the way. But you know what? As much as people like the OGs, they also like the OGs that come in the indica or the sativa flavor. So check it out again. um, OGs. All right. I thought that was actually pretty good. All right. Now, let's get back to the game (laughs) on the field right here. Again, guys, calm me down here a little bit but this win just felt there's been, there's been wins. And I wanted to ask you guys about this from a historical perspective, whether that was Tomy, whoever it was, whether that was pop McHale for shoe, has there been a win that you think, and you're like, man, that was really a breakthrough moment. Because again, I'm not saying that Arizona is going to go on to win the Rose bowl, but this felt like kind of a breakthrough win for the Jed fish era.
2: Well, that, uh, Texas Western W in 1963 <laughs> was certainly a big deal. Uh, I thought the, uh, went win over the uh uh YMCA in <laughs> <at> 08. Huge, <laughs> huge, 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 huge yeah. still still ranks very high. Um, I, I think this is this is an in-a-box nice, obviously really good W for Arizona. Uh Fish is not the first new coach in a in an Arizona program who's had a big win pulling off an upset that we didn't really expect to happen uh, that or or, or or certainly was out of the realm of possibilities Arizona's Arizona is capable and has been capable and lots of football teams are of uh playing a little bit over their heads and catching a team perhaps a little flat I I I don't like saying that because it sounds like I'm undervaluing Arizona which is not the intent of that uh Arizona, the the fact that Arizona played as spirited as it did and as well as it did tonight is a testament to Arizona. And even if the team across from them didn't play its A game, that's not Arizona's problem. That's the other team's problem. So what Arizona did tonight was excellent. Clearly it's the best win in this era and hopefully a catapult for a number of other big time wins as this program continues to build. But you know, did it, is is Arizona a team that has made the huge leap one week after looking dreadful or is Arizona a team that has better talent this year and had one what do you good think? game where it played above its head? Uh but I, I'm not sure that uh, we're going to I think it's possible. Uh and, and and hopefully it's something that 6 games from now we look back, "Hey, Arizona strung some things together. They're making a heck of a lot of progress." I remember saying, uh, Mike, you and I talked about this on a number of occasions, uh, that there's this inclination of breaking uh, the improvement process into seasons. It's simple. Year one is better than year two is better than year three. You know, or, or rather the other way around. Year three, of course, is better than year two, year one, et cetera. You hope to have a program that's competitive by year four, year five, whatever the the thing happens to be. And then you're on track and you know, maybe you can make things roll. But I'm sometimes a believer and was hoping to see that at some point this year. That Arizona is a team that was going to improve and make uh, notable jumps at some time during the course of year two that hopefully allowed us to feel good about where this team was progressing heading into the the right. other year. And I think they've done that in two of the last three weeks con- coincidentally against the Los Angeles schools, obviously winning today on the road is the, is the high point of that, but they played USC very well. Mm -hmm. And uh, in in between that, they played like crap against a Utah team that kicked them all over the place. So, you know, are we talking next week about an Arizona team that is still isn't particularly consistent and is still young and a Washington State team that has more talent than they do comes into here and beats them? Uh, That's certainly a possibility. And then maybe it takes a little bit of the luster off of the U.S. uh, UCLA win. Uh, So I don't know. I'm not that. I'm not as clairvoyant as you and Brad. Uh, you guys have um, you guys a much better. Uh, I go, I'm, I'm Sherman with the Wayback machine. You guys are the Jetsons. So I thoroughly expect you to uh, have a pretty good idea of how this is going to play out within the next year. Obviously, it's great to feel good tonight. And it seems like, uh, you know, you can see improvement in Arizona. And that's what all of this is about. Hopefully, this is the type of game and they can build on it and get another W or two. And if that happens, uh well, you obviously like where year two is, and then well, it's easier to recruit, hopefully, in the offseason.
0: Well, let's just guys, let's just look at it where we uh um let's just look at it from this stage at last year at this point, and back the a-ray, great name, Matt. We do deserve this win, by the way. Um, Arizona at this point last year is coming off a 20-game losing streak, and let's be honest here. As bad as some of the Makovic teams were, as bad as some of the Sumlin teams were, I thought last year's team was probably the worst in school history because, first of all, they couldn't score. And defensively, they weren't good either. Um, There was a reason they lost 20 straight games. This year's team, and I've been saying this for a while now, no matter the struggles that they've had against a Cal or a Utah would beat the living snot out of last year's team by a massive margin. And I think that's what you're looking for when you're looking at improvement there is all right, how much better are you than you were the previous year? Again, if you were to this year's team, I think would beat last year's team, probably 42 to 14, something like that. And Brad, am I getting ahead of myself right there? Where do you think?
1: Um, I, I don't disagree that this year's team is better than last year's team. Um, I think last year's team did show us some flashes of, of, of competence, um, you know, going into the uh, ironically enough, the, the fourth quarter, of the UCLA game, going into the fourth quarter against Oregon, what they did with Utah. Um, where I'm interested to see one of two things is, is at play here and we'll know next week. Was Utah a sign of inconsistency? Was Utah just a bad matchup? That's um, what I think. Because if you look at it, as bad as that Cal game was, Arizona was still within a play of that game. As bad as they were uh, at times against Oregon, that was still hinged on one or two possessions. Uh, even Washington, and you know, Arizona makes a stop in the fourth quarter or any point of the game. Um, you know, but we saw a team that was clearly inferior to USC find a way to be within a possession late. Um, you know, we we can talk about the Jerry Roberts penalty. Um, and even, you know, but last, we knew Utah was a bad matchup. Right. Uh, the fact that they were in the game last year with Utah to me is a miracle. So now I think to me, the big kind of, uh, and it's it's an elimination game anyways, is this Washington State game. Because last year, with, ironically enough, Jaden DeLora, Washington State blew the doors off Arizona. That might have been their worst game last year. Right. Um, So now, can they, at home, a week after, I think Washington State got bowl eligible today. That's Um, correct. So it's not as important to Washington State as it is to Arizona. You know, Arizona is basically in a two-game playoff to get into a a lower-tier bowl game. And that's about. Can I ask what you guys this.
0: this? Let me ask you guys both I mean, this. that's
1: what we said, Mike. Let's let's get one more point, and then you can have it. Yes, uh, of course. When we did these pre-game Tuesday chats, what did I say? If everything goes right, Arizona should go into those final two, or could go in those final two games playing for a bowl game, and they're there.
0: Is this team before the year when we were just talking about it? And Shu, you kind of, from an outsider perspective, Brad, you a little bit from more of an insider perspective. Is this team better than you thought they would be? About the same. Where is this team? Just when you were looking at expectations, your expectations going into this season, both of you guys.
2: Uh, They're better on offense. They're not better on defense. Uh, Today, they played a good defensive performance. They put in a lot of young players, and those young players uh, delivered very well. Again, I thought the scouting tonight was very good. And maybe offensively, UCLA was not at its best. But this is an Arizona team that we've been talking about for what the last five or six weeks that's given up regularly 500 and 600 yards a game and right. can't make stops on third down and, and uh, you know, gives up yards after contact and can't get off the field and all the stuff that we've been talking about. We've been talking about Arizona defensively constantly. So the Cats put in one good defensive performance in six weeks and we're anointing them uh, pillars of awesomeness. Uh, I, so I, I don't know. This may have been the outlier. Now, I expect, I, and, and, and that's great that they were good today, but we've all talked about how Arizona on the defensive end is behind where they are on the offensive end. The coaching staff did an extraordinary job bringing in excellent talent in the offseason. Can they do that defensive on the defensive end with recruiting next year? If they can, this is a team that uh, makes a leap. But despite the difference, generally speaking, is if you were ranking teams in the Pac-12 last year, Arizona is clearly 12th. Mm-hmm. We all get it. We all understand. Th- this year, Colorado is clearly 12th. So right. Arizona was where Colorado is this year. Bad, all, all but guaranteed win against other teams in the conference. Now, you have a bunch of teams in this league that have talent and are pretty good. And some of them are really good. Arizona beat a really good team tonight. Uh, but. Arizona is, has put itself in position where it's competitive, but the reality is that competitive makes them what? Ninth in the conference. They're better than Colorado. They're probably better than Stanford. They lost to California, but maybe if they had a rematch now, they win that game, catch Oregon State on the right day, maybe, but Oregon State seven and three. So even so, Arizona still Clearly, in the bottom half of this league, even by virtue of today's performance. So, you know, there's obviously a lot of work to do, but there's clearly this is the reward for Arizona moving in the right direction, and it rightfully feels very good. The difficult, the interesting, difficult thing that I think the coaching staff now has to deal with is this weird publicity aspect where Arizona got a big W now can they build on that or is it going to go to their head that's the next that's the next learning phase with the talent that they have can they learn how to win consistently and they have two game opportunities to do it and they get those opportunities in front of whatever home crowd there is it's a nice position to be in they're right to feel good tonight by virtue of this victory but Now we find out whether this is a huge win that propelled the program or if it was a one-off. My guy Mike Lowry said it's 1130
0: in L.A. Where is Woodman? I would assume Kevin has been asleep since about 6 p.m., but when Kevin gets up, Kevin will watch this game. But I assume Kevin went went to bed pretty early.
1: Is is, is Kevin gearing up for that uh, NFL game in Germany tomorrow?
0: I was going to say Kevin will be up very early. I can definitely guarantee you uh guarantee you that. I'm going to disagree with Shu here a little bit here. Um and that going into the year, I thought, you know, last year you won one game. Arizona did off a 20 game losing streak. This year, the over-under was two and a half wins. Arizona's at four now. I think they have an excellent chance to finish. I I think they're probably going to split. I don't know who they're going to win or who they're going to beat, but I think they're going to split. If you were to tell me before the year, and I wouldn't care how it happened, that Arizona was going to win five games, I would consider that a massive step up. Now, granted, Shoes' points are very well taken about the defense not being good. But wins are wins kind of at this stage of the game. And if you were to tell me that Arizona was going to get five wins, to me, that would be a massive improvement and something that I would jump at every
2: day of the week.
1: You know, the way I look at it, Mike, is, and again, we talked a lot about projections. I think that was your go-to question uh, over the summer when we when fell in time. Right. Uh, and, and, I, and we talked about a lot. I thought I thought this was, you know, a three-to-five win team who, if a lot of things broke right, could flirt with six or seven. But in reality, I thought this is probably more than likely a three- or four-win team. I hope for five. So they've kind of hit that. Now, offensively, they're better than I thought. Defensively, they're worse than I thought. And I thought if they were going to be at four wins now, more than likely they were beating Cal, they were losing to UCLA. Although I think when we said we were picking games that they might be able to pick one of these of these four off, we thought UCLA was the team, uh, although I hated the fact the game was in the Rose Bowl. Right. But we said if you can survive this middle portion of the season and get into the last two games with a chance at a bowl, I think that was a successful season, and they've hit that. Again, they've got a Washington State team. I think this is a fascinating game because – while I do think they're better than Arizona, it's not that big a talent difference. It's there. And it's the Dolore of kind of revenge game. I mean. It really is. They Del- basically forced him out to go with the 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 kid from, what is it? Uh, uh, it, it uh, incarnate Word. I almost heart said Immaculate of,
0: Heart, but that's a high school yeah. on the north well, side. Of I think
1: there is a college Immaculate Heart. I think uh, one of luth's guys coaches there. Uh, maybe that is Incarnate Word, though. Um, and then you've got the, the, the rivalry game, you know? So yeah, it's fascinating. Um, but I think this is a great measuring stick game. I think if Arizona goes in and even competes against Washington state, I think this is a slight corner turn. And if they go in and, and lose by 17, and again, they've not played Washington state well in several seasons um then maybe this is the yeah maybe the the guy and i don't know if it's a joke or not Who said they're looking ahead ucla um it's that chip kelly game that he always seems to have um okay but so we'll know a lot more about this team after washington state
0: john schuster what are you what is the cup that you have right there if you
2: don't mind me asking Uh, uh but it looks it looks very plastic. I, uh, seems well, to be what a is new... the
0: brand on there? Is that a Mountain Mike's by any it chance? Seems to,
2: do, uh, seems to be a new pizza place in town. Uh, pizza the way it ought to be, Mike. All right. Well, let me tell you
0: about that pizza place, because Anthony Humbert can uh, uh, can um, attest to this as well, as can Jamari Joyner's mother, who came to join us as well. Mountain Mike's Pizza. This is what the world's t- It's taking over the Southwest, certainly in Tucson, Oracle and Wetmore. They have great, great pepperoni pizza. It's got a little bit of a curl to it. It's quite good, but it's uh, at all the tap and bottle watch parties. Everybody there was consuming it tonight. Check it out on, uh, again, on Oracle and Wetmore. It's open now. All kinds of good stuff. Great place to go watch games. And again, really, really good pizza, good deep dish pizza. I like deep dish pizza. So again, check it out, Mountain Bikes and I mentioned Tap and Bottle. Tap and Bottle, we're there for all the away game watch parties. You name it, we're there. We live there. Tap and Bottle downtown. Um, Scott and Rebecca do great work down there. Now, the uh, the next thing about it is you've got the Four Peaks. You've got Four Peaks brew. I consumed two glasses of Four Peaks brew. Now, some people get the Four Peaks a little bit con- uh, confused with Azulis Tabellis, Umar B- Ballo, Henry Vaysarman. <laughs> anders <laughs> i'm sorry but that's the original for this is the original four peaks you can check it out at their tempe location where you got all kinds of stuff going on you got watch parties you got deals and you can come down here to tap and bottle and you'll have it down here as well did you have Western?
2: a preferred style of beer in the uh, four peaks catalog mike luke um, I did. It's the
0: four. uh, it's the, uh, I I almost said summer. It's the some. I can't remember. Cause I kept asking him what it was again, but it's very good. Um, that's not probably the best read for me cause I can't remember which one it was, but it was very, very good. Um, I will get that next time though. Four um, peaks. Very good.
1: Mike, I will say this. I am so much a bigger fan of the four peaks reference for the four. Yeah. Not only the, the Ric Flair four horsemen, but the, the four peaks being the four big men that I am with the Crete and the, uh, the KO like that's your, that, that, let's just, let's take those jokes, put those in the past, <laughs> give me bad singing and give me four peaks. Give me a little bit of Swedish pinball. And I'm the good. Pinball is good. That's John it, Schuster. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm good with that. So if shoe has to write your material for you, I'm fine <laughs> because you know, <laughs> And God bless him. There's the guy who tells me he's going to break news every week, and it's the fact that Arizona has a game that day, and the fact that KO is up for every job opening. Maybe I'm old and grouchy. Maybe I'm going to walk in the bar, walk right back out and yell at a cloud. But I'm ready for some new material, Mike, and I think referencing those four big men every time you mention a sponsor. It's not too bad. The four peaks again. The Tommy gun, uh, you name it. The uh, the Swedish pinball,
0: everything we've got it right here. Um, Mike Lowry, again, our good friend Mike Lowry is reporting that Lev said uh, Jordan Morgan will be fine. That's big news because Jordan Morgan is a uh, Jordan Morgan is their best offensive lineman. That is obviously very very good news. All right, I want to give a let's get back to the defensive line here for a minute because again. I thought that this was their performance of the year. Now, again, they played really well against San Diego State, but come to find out San Diego State sucks. So UCLA does not suck. They've had some really good wins this year on the season, and they're most likely a top 15, top 20 team when it's all said and done. And Arizona, again, when you get three sacks, eight tackles for loss, they they made things uncomfortable there for uh for ucla and that's not something that i envisioned happening to be honest with you
2: i kind of think that's per- perhaps defensively and you touched about uh, on this at the top maybe the most interesting thing uh in addition to again what i think behind the scenes was a very good scouting plan uh but um you know you're you're in a situation where uh you know Arizona putting pressure on the quarterback is an unusual thing. And as a result, you've seen the opposition quarterback. I'll cover for you guys while you're uh, reading. I'm taking a picture of this. This is fantastic. Um, uh, As a result, in this conference, there are a lot of good quarterbacks. And those quarterbacks have put up big yardage against Arizona because they have time to do it. Uh, So Arizona being able to get a little pressure in there uh, with this lineup and this approach uh, is obviously a very nice thing to see whether they can build on it. Hopefully, this becomes a regular thing. Hey, William? I don't
1: know if you noticed this, but there were several times, and a lot on the last drive, where the Arizona pass rushers were pancaked by the UCLA. Mm-hmm. But did you notice they also walled off DTR? Mm-hmm. So they really they did. did. Even though they did not get within two or three yards of him, they made it difficult for him to step up into the pocket and run. He was going to have to do the long curl like like, like Jaden did. Um, but I thought that was very interesting. And I don't know if that was by design. Like, okay, if you can't get to him, let him pancake you and just don't let him run by you. Um, or was it just happenstance? But I, I'd be very interested to find that out. And to go back to the uh, the three Kevins. Not the Four Peaks. Shoot, <laughs> you remember the uh, the movie from the 90s? It was terrible, but it was the Tau of Steve. Oh, yeah,
2: yes, so, I do. Do we now have a Tau of the Kevins? Apparently we do. <laughs> the Triumvirate of Excellence. Uh, excellence yeah. is a very else, loose Who definition. Ken...
0: Who can consume more Four Peaks in one sitting, do you think? The great Kevin O'Neill, Kevin Sumlin, or our very good pal Kevin Woodman?
2: Oh,
1: O'Neill. O'Neill. I agree. I think it's O'Neal by a mile. Woodman's got the weight advantage, but O'Neal's got the decades of <laughs> someone would be sloppy and passed out
0: after three or four drinks. Those two would be able to drink for quite a while.
2: Oh, but my goodness, Woodman and O'Neal at the same location at the same time, trying to challenge each other in that. That Look, would here, be I do want to talk about a phenomenal. A... That'd be a PPV event.
0: I do want to talk about a couple things that do frustrate me though and I put this out there and again this was an A performance so put it uh, put it th- to you any way you want but my big uh, one thing that really does bother me though is when Arizona in the short field is just not good when they get the ball around the 5 to the 7 yard line um looking to score they're generally going backwards or they're generally throwing some kind of desperation thing. They do not look comfortable at all in those situations, guys,
2: because they're still trying to uh, figure out what to do with their offensive line, which uh, isn't as ultimately as advanced as it needs to be. And they don't have a power running back. Uh, and the thing that they uh, need to do beyond that is uh you know, I think the one, McMillan to me is the one guy who gives them an opportunity to score in short yardage. And, and when those opportunities present themselves, it's probably uh, something that uh, maybe they could try to look at a little more. But the reality is that on the offensive end, that's not something that's going to have to be dealt with. But another reality is, and I think we don't necessarily look at this, you know, it's very much a microcosm issue, but it's commonplace throughout college football is that I think there are a lot of teams that are anywhere from pretty good to competitive who struggle in the red zone and they all struggle in the red zone for pretty much the same reason. Uh, You have a lot of receivers, you have some good quarterbacks, you have some iffy offensive linemen because those are a little bit more difficult to find and, and a power running game, isn't a, isn't something that works on a consistent basis uh, or isn't in favor on a consistent basis at the college level. So the problem that Arizona has while it's frustrating is not anathema to the rest of the conference uh, with comparable teams and even the rest of the country in college football. Uh, do you want to improve on it? Of course you do. It helps a long way to do that. And Arizona is, uh, I think, going to hopefully uh, look into that as trying to make that as much a priority as possible. Again, to their credit, the ability with the, and to, to improve with the skill players they have, has obviously uh, been excellent and that's another that that that's another step as far as an overall evolution is concerned on the offensive end. Brad,
0: you were invited to a concert, correct, by uh, one Mr. John Schuster in the last couple days?
1: I was, yes.
0: Okay. Let's just say though that John Schuster didn't invite you and you said, "You know what, Tyler, Brad's kid, uh, let's go to a let's go to a concert, but you said, "Oh, darn it. The concert's about to start or whatever the case may be, I don't have tickets." You know what you would do? You would go to Game Time, America's number one ticketing app. You would go onto Game Time, go onto the website, and you would get. Not only would you be able to get tickets last second, you would also be able to get them for probably about sixty percent off. So if you wanted to go see Queensryche, if you wanted to go, <laughs> if you wanted to go see, heck, if you wanted to go see the Four Peaks play in uh, person, if you wanted to see the Swedish Pinball you would probably go to game time. And not only that, you would save money in the process. So check out the show notes. If you want to help us out, buy your tickets through the link in the description. But again, Brad, if you wanted to go to Queensryche, you should have probably I checked out game time.
2: Yeah, I think it's safe to say that uh, Brad, when it comes to sometimes uh, spontaneity, likes to walk the thin line. And, uh, you know, it. Uh, sometimes it works in his favor and sometimes it just doesn't.
0: All right, guys. Now let's look ahead here a little bit. He's
2: also got another thing coming. Let's
0: let's look ahead. Washington State, Arizona State.
1: Hey, well, hey but in... using game time. The the prices are great, but you're not breaking the law. Shoot.
0: <laughs> you're not breaking the law. Washington State, Arizona State. Here, if Arizona, of two of us. If Arizona can win one of these two games, you'd have five wins on the season. To me, which again would be a massive, massive uh, boost. And after watching ASU today, ASU sucks. Sorry, Jacob Franklin, but they're not very good. Uh, Arizona could win that game. And you know what? I think Arizona can beat Washington State. I'm not saying they will, but Arizona can do that.
2: What do you guys think? They're both winnable. They're both losable. Yes. I, I, I would put... Uh,
0: yes, Jacob. I think,
2: uh, you know, Ar- I think Arizona's got a 45-55 chance of beating Washington State and maybe 60-40 to beat ASU. Uh so being in one of those situations where you're one and one uh is it's not a bad position to be at at the end of the year but if they have a good week in practice and take advantage of what they were able to do today closing out the season at 6 and 6 is certainly a plausible scenario and then there are a lot of fans uh, rightfully feeling good about what this team was able to do down the stretch it's not easy. Brad had noted, and I think you talked about this a little bit as well, um, how frustrating Washington State is. Washington State has better talent than Arizona. But, you know, Arizona now has a little bit of confidence that maybe they didn't have before. You but do a lot ASU of have better talent than w. Arizona? I don't know. I, uh, I think ASU has, ASU is a little bit better than I expected them to be. Uh, mm-hmm. e- even though their overall record is probably a, uh, about right but but th- in a different way they're not dissimilar to Arizona uh except I think they're a little bit better or more consistent defensively than they are offensively where Arizona's clearly more cons- uh, more advanced on the offensive end than on the defensive end at this stage but you look at their general resumes they're not that far off Uh, Arizona plays relatively competitive games, but usually doesn't get a W. ASU plays relatively competitive games, doesn't get a W. They hang around, but they both got marquee wins. I think it was ASU who beat Washington, and obviously Arizona knocks off UCLA. Would you say the
0: power of backing the A is probably more prevalent for Arizona right now than it is ASU?
2: Well, I, I think you're certainly not backing the A at ASU. You're obviously back in the A at Arizona with Brad's uh, uh little uh, very impressive jacket. He's showing the branding here with your very impressive hat, uh, with your neon sign in the background, and even an old jersey uh, up here for good measure. Even Columbo's back in the A. So, yeah, Columbo does uh, back in the know. A. Yeah, yeah, Columbo ain't back in ASU right now. Uh, so, you know, it it is an interesting dynamic between the two, and And to a large degree, I don't expect Arizona to make the same – Arizona, the team, Arizona, the coaching staff, to make the same faux pas that we're doing right now. We're talking about ASU briefly while we ought to be focusing on Washington State. If Arizona does that, they're stupid because they're not good enough to do that. (laughs) And and then they have a bad performance in Tucson, and it takes a little bit of a luster heading into the rivalry game. But if you're looking at the two teams – ASU is a team that you're still trying to figure out what in the heck is going on, and they've got a big decision in the offseason, and you like the direction that Arizona's going. Brad, everybody, sum up what you saw out there. By the way, I can't thank everybody else
0: uh, out there enough for hopping on here. Um, On game days, I generally can't sleep, so I've been up for about 14 hours, so I'm tired right now. But, William, hop on there. What do you got?
1: You know, I I think this was so far, and hopefully it's not the last time we say this, but this was Jed Fish's marquee win. Um, It was Jaden DeLara's, and he's been very good this year, but it was a shining moment. Um, And you know, the unsung guy, the guy we got to talk about is, I believe it was Sevea, who blocked the field goal he's the transfer from UCLA. Yep. He's been a big bit of a disappointment. Game, cha- game changing play, he's, he, but he's been a disappointment. So the fact that he was able to haunt his uh, old team and, and that was a big turning point in this game. So I'm hoping that carries over to next week and we can have a uh, Jaden Delar haunt his old team and uh, get his revenge game. But yeah, I thought this was, it was a very good performance on offense. It was a great performance on special teams and it was a, a good enough performance on defense and when they got the pass interference penalty which was the right call you kind of felt like okay here we go again right um
2: they're at the 30 and even at the end brad you know you look at that last play of the game missed by what a foot and and then you want to talk about a heartbreaker for arizona if that one works against them that's 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 tough you feel good by the way is that superstar billy graham and tony shivani in the bottom left-hand corner there uh, i was thinking it was hogan but maybe it is hulk hogan i can't tell which I one I've been tell to, I, I i i know he enjoy, he he enjoys popping in from time to time and i do uh appreciate who it is but i've i've it, it's been so small in the thumbnail that i haven't been able to quite tell which uh fake blonde bald guy it uh, ultimately is so either one of those two is good anyway nevertheless i didn't mean to uh, sidestep you there brad my apologies
1: no no that was my my point is yeah it was a, it was the, probably the the best across the board effort at least since san Diego state and a much better competition so yes yeah, it was just a very fun game and a, and a good game for Arizona, and frankly one that was needed um, because Arizona, again, had that ridiculously difficult schedule. And to get a win in those that, that slate, is, is, I think, is very important for the Wildcats. All right, everybody out there, hundreds and hundreds of comments.
0: You guys are the real stars out there, besides Jacob Franklin, which it goes without saying. But, again, tons and ton- hundreds of comments. We've reached 172 on the lives right there. Really appreciate you guys all. John Schuster, you're the man. Brad Ellis, you're the man. Thank you uh, for everybody out there that supports the four peaks for everybody out there that uh, supports any of the nonsense that we come up with. Appreciate you all for everybody out there. Again, Schuster, Alice. Thanks again, guys.
1: How dare you?
0: Nonsense. Oh, I meant nonsense in a complimentary way. Oh no,
1: it's total nonsense. Right. I'm- <laughs> it is nonsense.
0: All right. We will be back with you tomorrow. We got KJ Lewis coming up and then obviously William will be on in his normal time later on in the week. But as always, you've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.